So that's why I was to people, I'm like, just get out of that culture. Get get new fucking friends. Like, just mm-hmm. get new fucking friends. Because it's not normal to feel like you constantly have to one-up somebody that you're with. Hey there, gals. Hey there, gals. And welcome back to the episode of The Gals Guide. We are a dating and lifestyle podcast. I'm Hannah. And I'm Emily. Happy Monday. It is Turkey Week. I am so excited. Anyways, welcome back to another episode of our podcast. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) What in the gobble gobble was that? Gobble gobble wibble wobble or whatever it is in that book. Um... I love Thanksgiving, but I also did decorate for Christmas. So we're pausing the holiday cheer for some grub, and then we'll continue forward. See, I always put up the tree and decorate on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Normally, I'm the day after. Like I like the I like to do it on Black Friday, but I wanted to go ahead and put some, I didn't get all of it out. I wanted to put up some of the decor, actually like, kind of go through it to see if there was anything else I wanted to buy because we're in a house now. So there's like more square footage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I, did, I got like just like a small, our stairwell is like, you can't really see it go all the way up, but you can see part of it. So I got like some small garland to do like a little something, something there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just wanted, I wanted to kind of see like what I had in comparison to like what, what filled the apartment. Cause we mm-hmm. have a two story house with three bedrooms now. So, um, so yeah, but yeah, I'm so ready for Thanksgiving. Mm-mm-mm. You know what I'm ready for? What? Um, for Travis Kelsey's parents and Taylor Swift's parents to me because I Karma know. is the guy on the chiefs coming straight home to me. Oh my gosh. The way that Papa Swift reacted and the way that Travis reacted just made my heart so warm. You so know what warm. the weirdest thing is? What? Like, is she's dating a man who has a podcast, which is like the nicest thing she could have ever done for her fans because now we just get constant updates on it. And Jason Kelsey's like in for the tea. Like he is doing the Swifties a service by getting all this tea. But what I think is so funny... It's the way Travis, I think Travis talks about like Taylor in like such a well like way. What I think is just so fascinating how all this is happening. I've never heard that many men say that Taylor Swift is their celebrity crush. That's true. I because and it feels weird sometimes. Well, in her interview, when she talks about the meaning behind her song "Peace" and about how like with dating her comes all of these things that she like can't control. Like mm-hmm. she can't control the fact that there's like a guy down the road with a teles- telescopic, like photography lens, like taking photos. But like, Oh, but what I'm saying, what I'm saying is like the it's that stuff song, that I can control. Be enough. Yeah, yeah. That song kind of describes why I think she may not be a lot of men's celebrity crush because there is a lot that goes into dating well, somebody of that but not status. Even that. I don't because I don't think I don't think men are thinking that deep into their like normal average. True, dudes. that's true. Um, they're not thinking that they actually have a chance to their Swift. Maybe they are. Maybe they're that delusional. Um, but um, we all kind of live in a Delulu state. Here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Travis apparently was living in that Delulu state because he manifested this. Um, but he was like one of the first guys I feel like I openly like heard say that Taylor Swift was a celebrity crush. And then now he's here and like enjoying like everything about it. And we are too. We're all here for this. And he's so sweet about like every, every interview that I've heard him talk about her, like it's just so refreshing to hear. And I don't know if it's just from like coming off of like her relationship with Joe and then like having that, like them hiding from the camera. Like it was just so like hidden. It was so like, don't look, don't look, don't look at me. And this just Mm -hmm. feels very like refreshing and new and exciting and I think it just kind of puts that, like, sprinkles that little bit of, like, like little love butterflies in the air for people. And well, because we're it's also, just like, nice we're not watch. used to it. We're not know, used to this at all. I know. I know. Which I think is is also why everyone's, like, they're going to be married by, like, May next year or whatever they, whatever everyone's, like, saying, which I mm-hmm. think is really funny. But, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely rooting for them, like, for the long term. 
um, I think they make a nice pair and I like that they're from like two different worlds, but they're of high status in both of those worlds. And Um, also like, I just think girly pop needed a guy who has no thoughts. Like (laughs) she was over here dating like all these intellectual, like artsy men. And she just like, I just need a man who has like no thoughts, like a golden retriever kind of guy. And that's Travis Kelsey. So nice. He's a golden retriever. He just seems really great. Um, She's like, I need me a golden retriever guy who is obsessed with me. And is willing to make me a friendship bracelet just to get my attention. Um, so I support that. I also would like a golden retriever guy who is obsessed with me. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. We'll be on the lookout for the retriever men. <laughs> <laughs> because I so I did a presentation PowerPoint night uh, recently like at my place. And mm-hmm. I my PowerPoint was ranking all the guys that I've dated. And... It was comical. Within the realm of the Gals Guide podcast, because, you know, we always have to get that shameless self-promotion in there. So it was, like, all the different kind of guys that I've mentioned, like, on this podcast. So, like, the actor, the doctor, the musician, you know, the whole the whole catalog. Um, and the vitriol and, like, the attack that I got, you know, just from some of these guys was hysterical. <laughs> And most of the ones that people were criticizing me about were the men, like the artistic, like intellectual mm-hmm. men who thought mm-hmm. that they were hot shit. Mm-hmm. And then the ones that they like liked, I was like, he, no thoughts, just here. Retriever man. They yeah. are retriever like, men. Like London boy, like just pure, pure college, <laughs> college boy, just <laughs> pure, no thoughts, no thoughts, just vibes. Hey, um, we like we like vibes. We we like vibes. Yeah. Also, I am um, I am disappointed. I was not Facetimed into this party, and I will be um, joining next time. It was past your time. bedtime. That's okay. I will stay up, and I will be presenting. <laughs> okay. Via via the Facetime, Zoom, Google Meet, whatever you want to call me on, I would like to present. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready to go. <laughs> What would you do your presentation on? I do not know. <laughs> Ranking all the guys I'm listening. <laughs> I'm sure I could come up with something, something pretty witty. Uh, I'd have mm-hmm. to think about it for a few days, but mm-hmm. yes, mm-hmm. this is my this is my RSVP to the next one. Okay, yep. okay, I'll yep. hold you to that. We'll okay. see. Okay. We'll see you if you need to let me know what... beforehand so I can like sleep during the day. <laughs> Drink an energy drink at night. <laughs> just like, the just party, do some glasses we didn't of start, wine. We didn't start presenting until like nine o'clock my time, so like midnight your time. <laughs> <laughs> let's see if I, let's see if this uh, almost thirty year old can still stay up. <laughs> well, we just need to do it again, like when you come out here next time too. That, oh yeah, we'll just we'll just plan around me. That sounds like a good plan. I mean, yeah, I'm I, still going to have another one, you know, before uh, that. That's fair. Uh-huh. That's fair. That's, yeah. fair. that's fair. <laughs> I support you in that decision. Um, <laughs> yes. Okay. The next time I come out, presentation party, I'm about to rock everyone's socks. Amazing. Let Amazing. Me, I can't, I can't wait for this. take myself down like three steps from that pedestal. Okay. <laughs> We're going to do like a B plus. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Because we are grading these. So. Oh, Lord. Okay. Well, maybe it'll be a C. <laughs> a for effort. <laughs> but um, I, because I thought about doing, um, like, ranking the different, like, celebrities that I've met through my job. Ooh, yeah. That could have been good. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I just, this past week. And, like, week, your interactions I, with them and those kind of yeah. things. Yeah. Because this past week, fun. I had the pleasure of meeting and working with Dua Lipa, who was Get an angel. We're done. She's so angelic and like elegant like the way she talks and it's just like this very like soft spoken very slow elegant british lady who likes to go on vacations on yachts like 10 oh, months she's out a of the part year of the group that said they couldn't lie in taylor's song <laughs> you know that part that's talking about like <laughs> don't want to be on like big yachts yes, with men is, she's like i do Lipa's like i can't relate it was like <laughs> Actually, I, I can't last Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> like, I legit don't think she owns a house because she's, like, always on vacation. Hey, I mean, it's I should have asked cheaper. her. I should have yeah, asked her. Been like, really so when, when's, your next, when's your next vacation? Where are you going? Where are you going? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'm so curious. But um, the girl likes sweet green. We got sweet green catered. 
Um, so we had a nice like salad and everything, but she's just so kind. And like, I think I loved her outfit and, um, yeah, it was just a really, really fun time. I really enjoyed beating her and everything. So yeah, that's super cool. She's also tall. I know. I saw y'all's picture and I was like, whoa. Yeah. She's tall. And I was in like heeled boots Mm -hmm. for perspective. Yeah. 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 I'll continue to vicariously live through Emily's life because every time I see you post a picture with a celebrity I'm like okay and everybody well, that was just, the funny thing is like so many people <laughs> texted me and they were like oh my god I cannot believe you met Dua Lipa and I was like that's just I mean it's in so the normal. industry that you're in it's so normal like it's it just another day so anticlimactic I know like yeah the only way it would be climactic is if it was Harry Styles or Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift. Yeah. Like, that is the only way. Or, like, an actor that I really admired and right. adored. That's fair. Uh, but, like, musician-wise, those are the only two people. That you're, like, I feel like I even now, die. I feel like even now, at this point, if I met the Jonas Brothers, I would not freak out as much as oh I Oh, my gosh. I've had the most compliments on that stupid air freshener. <laughs> Past week, the guy that was giving my Starbucks, he's like, I like that Nick Jonas. <laughs> oh my god. I was like, yeah, thanks. Huh? Oh my god. But yeah, like I'm just like, oh, it's yeah. just like it's so It's just like part of your day. Like it's just you. Well, yeah, cuz I think a lot of people, I mean, it's naturally e- and easy to want to build it up in your head, but then as soon as they walk into the room, you're just a person. Yeah. Like yes, yeah, so it doesn't it, when it, it comes down to me. it, they're just another like they're just a person. Like mm-hmm. they go through the same kind of things that we go through every day. Mm-hmm. They just don't have to worry about some of the yeah. things that Bills. we worry about. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, like, how are they going to, like, you know, pay next month's rent? Mm-hmm. Um, it's fine. <laughs> but, no, I mean, yeah, I will say, like, when I first started my job, like, there were, like, who was the first person that we had in? Oh, well, so the first, like, Paramore being one of the first bands that I got, like, that interview. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, who I fucking love. Like, I was like, literally with grew Haley. up with them. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> Haley Williams is the reason I wanted to dye my hair red. Like, I, right. I loved her. And, you know, like, it was just, I've never been really starstruck by celebrities before in my life. So, like, well, because you um, met Demi when you were young, right? You met Demi a while ago. Yeah, I, yeah, back when she was like on Coke. Um, oh. Oops. <laughs> and like heroin and everything. Like, yeah, when she was opening for the Jonas Brothers, like prime. Like a long time ago, like prime Demi. <laughs> yeah, not good days no, for her. No, not, not good days for her, but like like prime Demi music was like, it was like a thing. Yeah, like the, the Don't Forget album just came out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, but even then, I feel like, remember when you like recall that like story, like you weren't super. Nervous I was, or anything. No, I was nervous because I only had like 15 seconds and I wanted to make sure I said it everything that I wanted to say. Like right. anything, that is the only thing I get nervous about. It's like I'm not talking to them, am I nervous? Not like approaching them. It's just like I just want to make sure that I'm doing my job correctly and I'm getting everything that I'm supposed to get because right. I know right. that we have like a very short time limit with them. Right. It's not like you're with them all day. You're with them for what, like an hour max? We had Dua Lipa for two hours. Okay. Yeah. So uh-huh. like you've got two hours to get the content. And then half of that was like lunch. She, went, she, we, she took 30 minutes to have lunch. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, like it's never, I'm not nervous about them. It, it could be a normal ass person and I would still be like, I just want to make sure that we get everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'm just mm-hmm. more like, just making sure I'm doing my job. Like, exactly. That Which is, is all. why, because that, that's why you're there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, but I yeah. was like, you could literally be any person and I'm still going to act the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. 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 That's really cool. That's a, that's a fun. That's a fun person to have met this go round. I'm yeah. always curious, like who it's going to be next. You know, I'm curious who it's going to be next. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. Um, I do. I might get to meet Jack Antonoff in um December, no, and I want to be like, stop. Um, bye. So You're not allowed to be my friend anymore. We're done. <laughs> be like, okay, so Jack, buddy, you, bestie, it literally, bestie, if wins. You Jack, you have met her entire circle. Honestly, like, you just need to meet Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds and done. and Travis Kelsey and Travis. Oh, Travis, yes. But like, I bet Brew could get Travis. I just want to. I'm just gonna pull Jack aside and be like, "Hey, 
bestie. <laughs> so when's Reputation TV coming out? <laughs> yeah, can you give me the can you give me the deets? You know I can't say anything. I'm like I'm not like this is this is like know. my whole job. Like I know I know this is things. like <laughs> called a silence right here. Um, just like you know, just like even a hint, like a wink, twice ja- from January, close. January, February, March. <laughs> I'm gonna keep going. There's twelve months. I'm gonna keep <laughs> April. You don't have to tell me what year. You just, just want to like month. flash some fingers. <laughs> I just want to like you know to like hold up a peace sign for February. Mm-hmm. You know, um, mm-hmm. yeah, like anything, anything, I know. please. <laughs> I, I just ran- I saw a TikTok that made me think of this, but like just randomly throughout the day, I'm like, there are reputation vault tracks, <laughs> and that's all I can think about. Is that. There are more reputation songs to be heard. And none of them are probably about Calvin Harris. Okay, bye. <laughs> I, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so what has been your captivation though recently? So I, my husband and I um, watched the new Netflix show, The Fall of the House of Usher. And oh, okay. oh my goodness. I, one of, one of the better like horror shows I have seen in a really, really Mm -hmm. long time. Um, It's about like these two siblings that have created this pharmaceutical company and they like come into this like whole empire of wealth, privilege, power, all of those like things. And there's a lot of different secrets that come out when the Usher dynasty kind of like starts dying. (laughs) And that's all I'm going to say because I don't want to give anything away. But, oh, my gosh, it was so good. Like, I was hooked. I think the episodes were, like, an hour long-ish um, each. But, I mean, it kept me on my toes, and it was very fascinating. So yeah. um, if you're into that kind of, like, thriller, horror, psychological type of show. Edgar Allan um, Poe-based, because that's mm-hmm. what it's based off of. Yes, Edgar Allan Poe-based. You would really – you'll really like it. Um Give it like an episode or two, but it gets it gets really good. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like some of those shows sometimes have like a slower start, but once you get once you get into it, it's it's really hard. Like I would come home from work and I was like, "Can we watch our show? <laughs> Can we watch the show?" Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. So that's definitely definitely high on my must watch TV show list. Cool. Um, cool. But what about you? What's your vision? So mine is a skincare product. Um, this is one. So I'm gonna preface that it is expensive. Uh, but worth it. So during the Sephora sale, I spent like way too much money <laughs> and I had a friend that recommended me the Dr. Barbara Sturm balancing toner. And mm. like, here's the thing as someone who's obsessed with skincare, like I never was like, Oh my God, like this toner is life changing. Like there are some toners out there that like, I do feel like if you're trying to exfoliate or something like that, like they are worth it mm-hmm. in a way. But like for a regular everyday toner, I was like, oh, like balancing my pH. How important is that? Like it is important. Um, it is going to especially help with sensitivity and redness in your skin. If you're experiencing that, like that is something that will really help it. But um, the Barbara Sturm one, I was like, that's $75. Like, mm. is it worth it? But with the, the 20% off, I was like, oh, it's a good time to try. Oh, well, you my God. Use too much toner each time no, you I use t- it. Just no, smidge, I just right? I do like about like three shakes onto a cotton pad. Right. Yeah. Um, so it'll last and then a wipe while. it off. So I've used a lot of different toners in my life, right? And like you, I always do it after I wash my face, even if I'm not wearing makeup, like I do it every day. I do it morning and night. Mm-hmm. The amount of gunk this shit picks up off my face. Like if you think your face is clean after you wash it, like using a toner, will like show you all the pollution and all like the like the little things it will that are, humble like, you <laughs> it will humble you you are not as good at clean your face as you think you are um and even the days where i'm like i haven't worn makeup in three days like you know my skin is pretty good i will still find gunk sometimes it's just because of pollution huh. and everything yeah um and this one like really cleans my skin like it gets i feel a difference um but it's mild so you can use it like morning and night and it's ph balancing that evens the skin tone soothes irritated sensitive skin and leaves skin feeling clean and calm um and i i really like it and like again not usually someone that would rave about a clean like a a a toner right but um yeah um my friend got me hooked on this one so um i like go your friend She's very that much an instigator. Suck. Yeah, she, my, that friend is very much an instigator with shopping. So it was like, 
Yeah, that refund is going to be so fun. But <laughs> it's something, like you said, it's something that you really love. And I think that Especially that's if I like, see a difference, too. Absolutely. And I think I'm leaning more into that. Like, I'm willing to pay a he- heftier price if it's something that I'm going to use on a regular basis. Whether that's well, like like clothes, also- makeup, skincare, hair products... Like, well, now I'm just like excited to use it because I actually see a difference. There you go. Exactly. Exactly. Like yeah. I'm, I'm like, why would I buy like a cheaper product that I'm not obsessed with when I could just have what I actually want for a little bit have to ever price? I might have to have less things overall, but, mm-hmm. but yeah, definitely mm-hmm. shifting into that mindset. I think as I get older. Yeah. Alrighty. So. Glad we had this talk. Um, if you want to hear more about our obsessions and everything, you can follow us on Instagram at the Gals Guide Pod, and we also have a TikTok at the Gals Guide, and we also have personal Instagrams at the uh, Emily Lees and at Hannah Adams Miller. You can follow us on Spotify, Apple, wherever you listen to podcasts. Give us a nice little review. But um, we are going to do a couple ad reads, and then we're going to jump into today's episode. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Have you ever had a competitive friend or, like, someone that like, just was trying to compete with you, keep up with you. Mm. Um, I know we had a mutual one in high school, but I want to think something else other than that. Because I want to say, I feel like you had one in college for sure. I feel like I did. I'm trying to figure out if if it's whom I'm thinking of. Um, I definitely feel like I've been surrounded by people who feel the need to like one-up me in something, which is annoying. And I don't like that. Because uh, we're all just out here doing our best. <laughs> and when I when I feel like you're like trying to like toot your own horn and tell me like oh you did this but I did this like I I don't know I just I feel like I now am surrounded by a lot of women that support each other and I think that that's really really encouraging because I don't think that there's anything that can be gained from like tearing someone down and competing with them I think collaboration over competition is -hmm. like a huge thing that I've learned in the past several years um especially in the music industry, I know that I'm way more um, prone to being involved with others who are very competitive um, in in that nature of like wanting to be in that space and wanting to be the best in the space. But over the past couple of years, I've definitely met a lot of really, really awesome people in the music industry who are not like that. And it's very encouraging to see Uh, because Mm -hmm. I just, I don't like, I just don't like it. I don't feel, I don't understand what that person's gaining other than Mm -hmm. like validation. Maybe Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure, but have you, have you had competitive people in your life? See, here's the thing. If I had a competitive friend, um, and they were trying to like beat me at something I didn't know, (laughs) I just don't pay any mind to that a lot. I, I guess I, I, I feel like, you know, sometimes there is like a friendly competition that can be healthy for a relationship. I mean, I know that I get competitive with people who are in my pure bar class because I'm trying to be like better oh, at I them. I thousand percent am competitive in pure bar. I'm like looking around Shocker and I'm like, to I no will one. not stop. <laughs> Shocker to no one at See, all. I am very competitive person. Let's just like put that out there. Yes. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't appreciate it. Also. You are worse. I, I am not. I don't think... No, I don't think so. And I don't feel like we've ever really been competitive towards each other. We are way more collaborative. Yeah. I, I can't even think of a time where I've felt like a competition between us. Well, career-wise, I mean, like we, we're just so different. We're so different, but we know how to support each other. And we yeah. also know how to, like, pump each other up to, like, be better and <laughs> do better. Yeah. Um, and guy sometimes wise, we just don't, don't know anything. That. Guy wise, don't have to worry about that. Mm-hmm. Um, when we were both in Winston, I mean, like we had, we shared friends. Mm-hmm. So it's not like. Or we had to, a, like, or, and we had our own, like, separate, yeah. separate things. We didn't go um, to the same colleges. Like, we didn't have to, like, we weren't trying to do the same. You mm-hmm. and I just had, like, 
we have a lot of similar things, but we also had very different like hobbies and extracurriculars. The only competition mm-hmm. we had was Bell. Was the was the listen <laughs> was when you met me for the first time ever, and listen. that was that was before we knew each other. We weren't friends listen. at that point. Listen, the audacity that this bitch had. <laughs> <laughs> And think she could just waltz up into my theater department. I did. I was freaking Gabriella. Like Gabriella Montez to my Sharpay Evans. I literally and my high school boyfriend was my Ryan at the time. Like he was my Ryan Evans. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I was trying to find a Troy in there somewhere, but whoosh, there's none. There weren't any. There's not a single one in that high school there theater department. No there was not one. There was not a single one. Nope. Uh, I feel like that's the... And then once we like actually met each other, we were like, oh, huh. You so were this, like, I thought you were a bitch. And I was like, well, great. You <laughs> said that. <laughs> well, Let I me mean, find him. like, honestly, Sharpay and Gabriella probably would have gotten along if they just, like, Troy had not been the picture. And that if a Gabriella had just auditioned like a normal human being instead of just waltzing in there thinking she could just do a random callback audition and think that that would call, like, counted as her, like, normal audition. She that's missed the true. deadline. That's true. She definitely missed the deadline. <laughs> I don't know what was going on there. <laughs> she should have waited till the fall play. Thank you for your time. <laughs> That's the only. That's the only competition between us. Listen, that movie tried to make Sharpay look like the villain every single time, and it like really I stand did. by the fact that like, she is not the enemy at all. I feel like she was just. That was her whole identity. Her whole identity was theater. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she was just struggling, you know, mm-hmm. with somebody else possibly taking that. Mm-hmm. So, the yeah. real villains. The real villains were Chad and um, Monique because they kept trying to get Troy and Gabrielle sabotage like their auditions and everything. Mm-hmm. Look at you. Mm. <laughs> Not really Chad. Chad did nothing wrong, actually. Chad was just there. He, he was just, just was, uh, was... I'll just play basketball with me, bruh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he just wanted his... He just... That's all he... She wanted to go back into the tree with Troy on stage. The tree. Um, but no, so like I feel like these competitions are often like really one-sided and like very secretive. Um, mm-hmm. And it's usually fueled by like typically a jealousy or insecurity. And like I, I, I feel like those kind of friendships, like they're never really like sincere. Um, and it's usually, I feel like a social what's the word like a social climbing kind of friendship in a way yeah um which if you are using me to social climb baby i ain't gonna get you very tall off the ground (laughs) like i don't know we're gonna be like down here we're gonna be down here i don't know what you want from me (laughs) like (laughs) um but I think it's important to kind of, like, look for the signs. And maybe it's important for me to look at the signs because clearly I haven't been looking at them to see if it's been in my uh, my friend group. I know one instance that we had, like, in high school, there was a girl who um, copied all my outfits. Mm. But I never, had a, I never had a girl try to, like, go after the same guys that I did because I wasn't going I after. Well... I wasn't really dating winners, let's be honest. At least that's what the people who saw my freaking presentation would say. Um, they're like, what are we competing with? Oh, my god! What are we competing with? He looks like a mole. Not he looks a like mole. a mole. Not a mole. <laughs> You're joking. I mean, I, I'm, just, I'm just saying what the people just said. Just relaying the messages. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, no, you, you did have a friend that tried to, like, steal your man's. Not your current mans, but, like, your past mans. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. Like, uh, I think I've told this story you a little bit dibs. on the podcast. Yeah. I definitely called dibs. But, so, like, dibs, like, is dibs really a thing? Yes. And it, the, a, in the instance of, like, being an 18-year-old girl, yes. I was, like, 20. Oh. <laughs> I was, like, 20. And, like, I was very serious about this person. Like, I was, like, I really... Like, I mean, obviously, we didn't, like, go out on any dates. But we hung out all the mm-hmm. time. And so, for, like, my best friend to turn around and, like, secretly start dating this person, just, like, such a slap in the face. Um, 
I just had a revelation. I this has happened to me because yeah. it was the college boy. Yes. Oh my gosh, I forgot about this. And remember that there was two other girls that also had a thing for him. And then the vindication I felt when he was over at my place and we started making out. And I found that he had a good thing for me. And I was like, vindication that I win. <laughs> there was no competition to begin with. But I lost. I lost the competition. Mm. There was oh, there were I it, it's fine. I ended in the. I won in the. End. You're married now. It's I fine. Mean, well, yes. So are they, um, <laughs> with child. So it worked um, out for them too. Worked I out guess. for everyone involved. Um, it, it, you know, you know, the Lord works in mysterious ways. I guess. <laughs> he really needed to. String really, to me. Literally, he really needed to humble me in that moment. He was like, "Bitch, calm down. You don't get to choose everybody." Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> there was no invisible string, as Taylor says. Um, but yeah, that's that's definitely a competition. I'm. I feel um, like I was in an all female acapella group, and even within that group, like I don't feel like there was. I mean, there was competition to like get solos and things, but like. There was no competitive, like, I'm better than you, you're, you're better than me. We had a lot of drama, but we didn't really ever have that, like, competitive feeling in our group, which was really, really nice. Now, in a, the sorority I was in for a hot second, <laughs> I felt like I was incredibly poor. <laughs> and oh, yeah, there's that. I also felt like... Um, if I wasn't drinking and partying, then I wasn't going to be involved. They had, this is how messed up this was. They had two separate pregames for our like mixers. They had a like sober pregame and like a drinking pregame instead of just like letting everyone be together. Like you did not go to the drinking pregame if you weren't going to drink. Like you had to go to, like you were expected to go to the sober party that's so weird and i was like why can't we all just like be together and not pressure people to drink if they don't want to so that's fun um there's i feel like there was definitely competitive friendships in there like we were literally being bought like we got gifts from our like bigs and it was insanity like the amount of money that these girls spent to like want you to choose them as their big like it, it was just it was a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, like, trust me, I'm definitely exposed to it a lot here in LA because I mean, like, oh, there yeah. is competition, like, with everybody, like, especially like, with dating, because it's I mean, like, you have the hottest people in the world. It, LA is full of people who thought who all thought they were hot shit in their hometowns. Like, it's full of people who have egos that were like, "I'm too good for this small town. I'm moving to LA." Ding, ding, ding. I'm one of them. <laughs> but, Literally, like, everyone there is thinking the same thing, making dating everyone like here twenty times a, harder. <laughs> Everyone here is a Sharpay Evans. Like, everyone here was Mm -hmm. the Rachel Berry of their high school. Um, And so they all thought they were too good for their hometown, so they decided to move here. And so you have all that combined trying to date on the same fucking apps, and you either can succumb to it and, like, bear into the peer pressure of, like, feeling like you have to go into debt to get all these designer bags, to go to all these events, to go out every single night, to get all the Botox done, to get your roots done all the time, to get spray tanned, you know, to be a part of the scene in order to be noticed and get these influencer deals if you want to be a part of that culture. If not, in order, you have to be so involved and, like, succumb to, like, poor pay and, like, take minimum wage jobs in order just to be in the film industry. And it's just, like, a really, it can be super toxic if you don't if you're not sure of yourself Mm. if you are not like 1000% like confident in who you are as a person it can tear you down that is why a lot of people can only make it for a year here and as soon as their lease is up they move back home or something um because they cannot stand to it and so I don't a lot of people recently moving from LA elsewhere like, I don't want it to only seem like it's only influencers that are the competitive culture. I mean, because it, it's not. It's the job market. It's like 5,000 other things you're competing for. I'm in a very competitive industry. And so for me, I've never... Does rejection suck? Absolutely it does. Like, no one, no one's thriving off rejections. No one's thriving off of, yes, I got a no. Like, they don't like me. Yay. Like, no one's doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, but... If I was to let that only be the narrative and to always let that be the drive, like let that be in the forefront of my mind, I would jump off the 
a toss something in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Like I, I would not would come running. And no one would <laughs> because I would, but it would take me freaking all day. Yeah, I'm already dead. <laughs> <laughs> I would miss it. <laughs> Everybody else in LA is oh, too obsessed with their own lives to kind of keep up with it. So, like, mm-hmm. yeah. So it's it's that it's that um, transplant uh, LA transplant kind of lifestyle, especially West Hollywood. I mean, or if you, especially if you're in the influencer scene, especially if you were in the en- entertainment industry scene of you know keeping up with the Joneses kind of thing. And I mean, like, even just I feel like as a normal girl, like I have. Like, even if you have no desire to be like an influencer, there is that pressure to look a certain way to wear certain things in order for other like men to find you attractive in order for girls to want to be your friends and hang out with you. Like I, you know, I want to feel like I'm included. So like, I'm going to go spend all this money to go to the aloe yoga class and then like yoga class. And then I'm going to go get, you know, coffee at La La Land cafe because that's what all the other girls are doing. And like, maybe I'll meet some girls like, yes, but you can also meet like really fantastic people like at these like average fucking places. And like, mm-hmm. you don't have to do all these things. Like the LA locals, like you, they are so fucking cool. Like I have actually had a lot of more than I realized, a lot of LA local friends and mm-hmm. like they're some of the chillest fucking people because they're not, they don't give a shit about that like culture. And so that's why I was to people, I'm like, just get out of that culture. Get, get new fucking friends. Like mm-hmm. just get new fucking friends because it's not normal to feel like you constantly have to one up somebody that you're with. And like, that's where I'm talking about the social climbing aspect coming into it. Oh, absolutely. And like when we were in Nashville, like even I like felt the urge to like go on TikTok and like find the places that everybody was talking about and like going to all the cool spots. And then I had more fun going to the like local small yeah. hole in the wall places. And like, they're always going to be better. Yeah. And like talking to my producer who lives there and like getting his recommendations of places to go. And it was just like way we had such a better time um mm-hmm. this this time than the last when we like were waiting in lines to eat some fucking pancakes like yeah nobody, and this one, it like i don't care i don't care that much yeah and i that's why i always say I'm like i can't wait for you to come back and visit me again because i feel like i did you such a disservice by taking you to like some of i know you oh, enjoyed you your didn't. trip it was fun but i know you and i know you enjoyed your trip but i took you to like the like la the, like, like la tiktok spots Yes. yes. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm, I've been here like for almost, I've been here over two years now. I'm like, that next time you come visit, I was like, I have my go-to places mm-hmm. that I like mm-hmm. to go that some are trendy, but some are like LA local places. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I, I, I'd much rather take somebody there to those places because right. the city's magical. There's so much to fucking do here. So much. Like, and I think like I have been seeing a lot and I know we were talking about this the other day, like a lot of people talking about de-influencing on TikTok. Mm. And I just like, it's funny to me that that's even a concept, but also someone like, de-influence LA. <laughs> <laughs> someone take all of these travelers and put them elsewhere. Someone de-influence LA, please. But I do. I feel like there's a shift happening, especially on, you know, social media of like people just being a little bit more real and less mm-hmm. like so curated and picture perfect and like so aesthetic and like mm-hmm. I really enjoy watching like people's videos who who have lifestyles and things in their lives that are similar to me. Like mm-hmm. yes, I love a good aesthetic video. Like I'm gonna watch the girlies with their beautiful perfect houses that I hope to one day have. But like for now, that's not my reality. And so it's nice to also like be mixed in with people who aren't striving to do that Mm -hmm. or just Mm -hmm. or just like they just have like you know simple a simpler life and yeah and I and I really appreciate that and I'm I'm hopeful that you know we'll kind of go away from this like competition because I'm so damn tired of everything I want being sold out (laughs) I just need somebody to calm down you know like it, it it's annoying well, so. like, I just think about, like, also pe- where people live. I mean, where you're exposed to this kind of thing. Where it's, like... So that's why I'm, like... People are always so shocked that I live in West Hollywood. Because, like, West Hollywood is... Like, if you're not familiar with LA at all, like, it is such, like, the influency, trendy spot of town. Like, are there amazing restaurants here and amazing shopping? Yes. And I, like, have a deal in my apartment to where I'm, like, I don't want to move because this is, like, a great location. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And like I have rent control, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's but um, everybody's so shocked because it's just so influency. It's so trendy. Um, Which and like, 
also like to play devil's advocate, like there's nothing wrong with that. Like if you're there's into trendy, influency things, like go you. Like it's also very like it's fun. It's fun to do the thing that people are talking about. It's fun to experience those things. But like, it doesn't is, always have to be that. Is great is great white and John and Vinny's hella fucking basic. Absolutely, but there's basic for a reason because they're good food and everybody likes it. Exactly, and it's a fu- it's a fun experience and aesthetic and moment and and I'm and I'm I don't want it to come across that like I'm not for that because I totally am. Like I'm the yeah, basic no, bitch absolutely. at Starbucks getting the holiday drinks and getting the red cup. Like I'm always going to be that person, but at some point, like. I can't keep up with that lifestyle 24-7, and so I have to pick and choose when it's worth it and when I want to do it, and then when I'm like, eh, I don't really care about that today. Or like, yeah. I don't really care that much about going to this place. Like, I'd rather just find, just like stumble upon something and experience yeah. something brand new. So like, I'll humble myself by like, I like love going to like other neighborhoods like in LA. Like, I love going to Highland Park. Highland Park is like East LA, and a lot of people when they're like, oh, East LA, that's like Silver Lake, Echo Park. No, there's... Further east, which is like Highland Park, borderline of Pasadena. I don't consider Pasadena LA though. Sue me. Um, but um, like those areas, because that's where all the locals are. That's where all the cool people are. So you have Highland Park, and then you have like, honestly, I think Culver City is like cool. I think there's a lot more locals in Culver City. They have amazing restaurants there. And then there's also, um, I mean, even Mid City has like a lot of cool things. Um, but yeah, like, of course, if you go to Santa Monica, Venice, West Hollywood, Malibu, Studio City, even then, like, of course you're going to be inundated with, like, all of these, like, influencers who, mm-hmm. and if that's the only places you're going, of course you're going to feel like all your friends are fucking fake. Mm-hmm. You have to expand your social circle to get out of that mindset. And I know I'm speaking, like, so LA, but that's the only thing I can relate it to. Um, but, but I think I this like, is like, I feel like this also lot. happens in a small town. I was going to say small towns, other big cities. Like I think people are experiencing this more and more. And with the social media that we have today, like we're seeing it, like we're seeing it way more mm-hmm. than, than we would have. And we're being influenced even when we don't think we're being influenced, we're being influenced. And so mm-hmm. it's definitely popping up in places that it may not have popped up 10 years ago. Like LA definitely has always been in my mind, like the place that you go to do all of the things and to see all of the people and be like, just like, go and do lifestyle. But like now I'm seeing that that is like, more places, like even in smaller towns, even like Charlotte, North Carolina, which like to me, like Charlotte is just like another like city, but Mm -hmm. like that's a place that people like come to in North Carolina. And so even seeing like Charlotte influencers, like that's so weird to me and bizarre, but at the same time, like it speaks to the volumes of like, everybody's kind of in this like influencing era where they're trying to, you know, create something from this and like bring people to cool spots that they love and and a lot of it comes from a really good place of like people just wanting to share things that bring them like joy but at the same time like you said like expanding past that and being able to be comfortable finding like your own things and like having Mm -hmm. some originality and like going to a new place and trying somewhere that you haven't researched on Google mm-hmm. or TikTok mm-hmm. since we don't research Google anymore. We're just researching on TikTok. Yeah, um, I read an article, <laughs> aka I watched a TikTok video. Literally, I'm like, I looked up a restaurant, aka I watched TikTok videos of like the top five places to eat. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but like, I think, okay, so some signs I think that you should like look out for if you feel like your friends are fucking fake and they're like competition in some way. I think if like people won like delighting and like in your misfortune. So mm-hmm. like if... Um, if you notice that like somebody's like perking up like when you share bad news, but they're not there for your wins, like mm. that has always been a, 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 like the number one like telltale sign. Like besides like they copy you a lot of stuff because I feel like that's kind of fucking obvious, and like I could tell if somebody was copying me. But like if if they are there for you more than I, I feel like if they are there for you more like when you're down than mm-hmm. when you're up, mm-hmm. that is a telltale sign. Um, because. There, it could be jealousy. It could be like a multitude of things. Um, so I just think, you know, a friend of me, I guess you could say, I haven't used that word in like ages, is like just someone who like views you as competition will always have excuses to why, like why they are like unavailable to help you like with um, your wins. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think also too, looking out for like friends, like if their friends like downplay your accomplishments. I, I will say like there's one thing, like I have a lot of friends who... I will downplay my own accomplishments. Right. Like, I feel like we all do that just a smidge, like just to like 
I don't know, lessen the blow if it doesn't go well. <laughs> like, if I don't know you, I'm not going to, like, sit here and, like, be a bitch and, like, brag, be braggadocious and everything. But, like, I've also gone to parties where I've had friends that are, like, so this is Emily, a.k.a., like, she's a fucking model. Um, She, like, has, like, a festival. It's, like, here's a film that's, like, in, like, three festivals right now. Mm-hmm. Like, yada, yada, yada. So, like, there's... I'd rather someone else kind of do that for me mm-hmm. um, so that I don't sound so conceited. But I think that that is a really telltale sign. Like, if you're meeting somebody, especially in a scenario like that where you're, like, talking about, like, work and they're not, not pumping you up or anything, like, it sometimes could be the fact that, like, they could never do that. Like, they could never do the same stuff that you do. So, uh, or they're just afraid, like, you might surpass them. Um, just, like, low-key, like, a hater, I think. Mm-hmm. Um... And so, I mean, with that, I think also people who try to one-up you, I think a lot of people think that, like, if you are sharing a story and then I was to, like, share a similar story about you, I, I'm never trying to one-up the person when I'm doing that. Oh, no, not I'm at all. trying to relate and let you understand that I can under, I can sympathize with you, I empathize, like, I, I feel you, like, we are the same. Um, but uh, I think it's when, like, I'm like, oh, like, I worked out for an hour today. Well, okay, well, I worked out for two hours. Like, you know, kind of thing. I, 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 think I just, hate when people do that. <laughs> I'm like, cool, bro. Do you, like, want an award for how long yeah. you've been at the gym? Like, I've, I've like, met people before who <laughs> I tell them what my job is and everything. Like, oh, I'm going to go meet, like, Dua Lipa or something. They're like, oh, tell Dua I gave um, – she owes me $5. And I'm like, I know that you were – fishing for me to t- like you're fishing for the story like you want me to say oh how do you know Dua Lipa mm-hmm. but this did not actually happen but I've had a similar situation happen right. I'm not gonna yeah. go into details though but um but like you want me to ask you how do you know Dua and I'm not gonna I'm not giving that. you that satisfaction yeah <laughs> like if you want to share a story about when you met Dua Lipa then just share this fucking story right don't like don't like bait, bait me. the hook oh my gosh that's yeah. weird yeah <laughs> Oh, you like said the same thing. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think like that those are people who are just constant. You just they only care, and I know this about this. I know this is LA, LA thing too, where it's just like they only care about your resume. They don't care about who you are as a person. Like I hate. They only care about how they're gonna, how you're gonna make them better. Like, yes. what are you going to add to them to help yeah. them get to where they want to be? And yes. I can't, I don't like those, those people. Kind of I can people. spot easily. Oh, one thousand percent. You can totally tell who's only in it to win it for themselves. And like, like if you don't add anything to them, then you're just discarded. Like you're nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I, I go to a ton of like networking events, like yeah. for filmmakers and I, I meet somebody new. I'm not, I'm not going to ask you. So like, what kind of films do you make? What, what, what do you like to write? I will ask it if we get to a lull in the conversation, but like the first thing I'm probably asking you is like, Oh, cause so like what, like, so what was something new that you've watched that you like are absolutely obsessed with? Or what's something that you fucking hated? Like, I'm curious. Like I want to know more about who you are as a person before I know anything about your career, because I mean, that's, you are more than your career. Mm-hmm. That is not you. That is not who you are as a person. Like you should be more than that. And if you're not more than that, go work on yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, I just think they, they somebody who's try, just trying to keep tabs on you um, and, you know, just find out, like, what you're up to next and, like, what your next move will be. And I just, I'm not for that. I'm not, I'm not for that at all. Yeah. Um, I'm more than my LinkedIn page. Mm. Yes, snaps. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also, I, I just don't like people who try to discredit you in front of other people. Like, oh, I, my gosh. When, yes, that time is. Time and place. Like, unless like, they're truly a villain, like Ellen with Dakota Johnson, trying to be like, no, Ellen, you were invited. Like, that's a whole different kind of scenario. But um, I just don't like people who, like, speak. If I get word that you spoke poorly about me, like, without me in my presence, then I'm just never going to trust you again. I just don't want to hang out with you ever again. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not a genuine person. Um, and... I would never try to go out of my way to make a friend of mine look bad in front of other people. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I, I, I know I've talked a lot. I wanted to know if you had any other f- final thoughts like about this. Yeah, I don't think so. I think it's just like be, you know, take off your rose-colored glasses for friends. I know it's really, really awesome to meet somebody like similar or someone who like you feel like you vibe with. But like also or like higher status of you maybe yes like maybe someone that you like aspire to learn from or be similar to you know or or whatever but like 
really taking into account like the little things that happen in your friendships and like noticing when someone, you know, downplays your wins or discredits you in front of other people and just like really trying to take note of that and and trying to make sure that you're surrounding yourself with genuine people who love you and care about you and want to like build you up. Anybody that tears you down is not worth your time because they're just going to continue to do it more and more and more. Um, mm-hmm. And just like, I don't know, I just feel like that's, that's something that I've learned over the past couple of years. And I definitely know my circle has gotten smaller, but I definitely feel like it's better for my mental health and, and, you know, like making sure that I have people surrounding me who want to be there for the wins and the losses and not just, just the times where I'm not thriving so that they can, I don't know, like clap at my sorrows. <laughs> like we don't like those people. <laughs> no, no one does. No. And no one likes a guilt trip either. Like, Oh God. Like yes. One of those like, kind of negative friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I if think you, just here's, to, here's something that my friend used to tell me in college. If you hang out with somebody and you walk away feeling more negative than you went into the hangout session, that person shouldn't be in your life. If you're not walking away feeling uplifted, positive, happy, then bye. Because what is the perp, what is the point in having somebody that you call a friend who's just constantly either making you feel like you need to like bitch all the time or like there's like I just feel like if you're walking away from something super negative, then maybe you need to reevaluate that situation because what, what what good is it doing if you're if you're leaving every single hangout session feeling like not great. So mm-hmm. I whenever, whenever we were talking about that, I was like, you know what? I'm going to implement this into my life. If I walk away from like hanging out with somebody and I just feel this like lull of negativity like every single time, then I, I don't I don't think it's worth my mental health and energy to mm-hmm. continue. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just taking that into account. Okay. I think that's a good survival tip to end on, mm-hmm. honestly. But yeah. I hope I hope you guys are able to take inventory of your friendships and um people you have in your life and that you're only surrounded by people who are uplifting and supportive and can be a perfect cheerleader. And so that does it for today's episode of The Gals Guide. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at The Gals Guide Pod. Also like us on Facebook at The Gals Guide and become a Gal Scout in our Facebook community. You can also hit us up on our website, thegalsguidepod.com, and our personal social media, which we will have linked in our show notes. Also, if you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review. And then if you're listening to us on Spotify, go ahead and subscribe to our podcast. So thanks for listening, gals, and we hope you come back for our next journey. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.